So my name is Dr. Iglesias and this is my boy Sean Bremson. We're in episode three. Episode three. Episode three. And today I was captivated by the conversation you had with what's your, what's your his brother Kevin right here. Brother Kevin. Kevin. Man, I was I just walked by and I was hearing the conversation. Brother, you were shot in the head. Yeah. And you got to live yeah. to tell the story. But not only that, you're living for Jesus, the yeah. king of glory. <laughs> man, that's powerful, man. I mean, uh, I'm a straight shooter, man. So what I mean by that is like I, I like to get straight to the point, man. Yeah. What happened? What happened? Man? So, well, I was in a discipleship program at first. Okay. I want to start there because that's like where God was trying to tell me, yo. Okay. We're gonna get. We're gonna kill you. You're gonna die. Wow. Something so you were in the streets already? Yeah, I was. And um, and and then you went into a discipleship program. Yeah. Was it a church? What's the name of the discipleship program? Genesis House from Redemption Ministry. They do that. Okay. And where's that? Where's the? In Minnesota, Duluth. Minnesota. So you were there. God already spoke to you and said, "Man, you're gonna die if you don't get off you these streets." Back to what you was doing, Kevin. First, he he had me go follow him. He got me out of a jail situation. So you were in jail? Yeah. I, what did you go to jail for? I had a, well, I had um like almost a Kia freaking meth. Oh, wow. And then like seven ounces of heroin. And I got pulled over with some girl that it wasn't my wife. I got a wife. You this had a wife, wife at the time? Yeah. I've been see. married 15 years before she passed. Oh, my goodness. So you were married. You were with another woman, yeah. a key of meth. Mm. Man. And heroin. And heroin. And, heroin. Of heroin yeah. and what happened? Well, it turned out God made it way. This is what happened. The officer, the arresting officer, did it off of a hunch. Okay. And he did it illegally. He arrested me illegally, technically. Okay. I guess. Yeah. And I told God, I asked God, you know, when I was locked up in the, in the county, it was a two-man cell, I'll follow you, God. You want me to? Finally, I'll do it. I go to Duluth and I'll do it. Okay. And he's like, he just, well, I have to give him it because I don't know how for me, you know. Yeah. I ain't learning until I was in there. Yeah. There was a guy in there happened to be. And he was like a seasoned vet in criminal activity. Okay. That was your cellmate? No, actually, he wasn't. It was oh. just another. Just a guy in a jail. Yeah. Okay, okay. He's like, oh, tell your lawyer this. Cause he looked at my, I gave him my stuff. He looked at my case and he tell you yeah. Lord did. So I'm like, all right. He just, I mean, like he was saying the other earlier, he put that guy there. And how much time that. did they give you? And how much? Oh, time they did were you serve? looking. At, I was looking at three life sentences. I'm a what? reoffender. I just got out of prison. Wow. You know, I got. All What's your stuff. prison number? My prison number? Yeah. I don't remember. You remember that? that? That's an amazing thing because these guys that I minister to, boom, they yeah, just start spinning. Right and that's mm -hmm. all they talk about, prison, 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 man. It's just so beautiful. I wasn't there, in there long enough. Right. But what I'm saying is so beautiful that when you come to the knowledge of Jesus Christ, how he renews your mind through the word of God. Because mm -hmm. I have friends that spend 20, 30 years in prison. And it's so hard for them to reacclimate not only mm -hmm. living here in this world, but then to get in the things of God and trust God because yeah. they, they've been just institutionalized. Yeah. So praise God, man. So, yeah, so, that, so that happened after I got shot. Right. We're going to get into that. So 
they were going to give you, you said three life sentences? Yeah, they were looking at like three life sentences. And how much time did you spend in there? I only spent like two months in there. So you told God, Lord, hey, you take me out and I'm going to serve you. Yeah. So what happened after he took you out? Well, I went to this, the, 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 the Genesis house. Yes. I'm in there. I leave two months or a month earlier than I'm supposed to. Okay. So, so I didn't graduate your own free from will, you yeah. walked away. Okay. I um the, the last day I was there, this is the most interesting part. Yeah. It's because God, through a man, was trying to tell me something. Mm, again. He was trying to save me again. How my life he's been wow. trying to save me. And then this time, I was like, yo, try to save me. You're going to die. And this guy is like a, he was really like super on fire. You know, one of those. Yeah. Like a son. Yeah, yeah. 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 Imagine that. <laughs> But you had some sort of past that had to calm him down, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You do what you want, man. Yeah. But yeah, he's like, yo, Kevin. I remember we was cleaning the church. My last day. Hmm. You go back there, you're going to die. Wow. I was like, oh. Well, anyway, two months after that, when I went back home, yeah. two months after this, I get shot. So... You were just walking and they shot you? No. Okay. No, 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 no. So take your time. I went back to what I was doing. <laughs> so so when you what were you doing? Selling drugs. Okay, so you were a drug dealer. Yeah. And why did they shoot you? They were trying to rob you? Like what um, happened? No, I think it was a setup really. Okay. It was something. Uh, so did you come with I don't know, with drugs and they set you up and they took it? I didn't remember hmm. the situation. Oh it was my wife that told me about oh. They didn't have anything though. They didn't take anything. You had okay. everything on you. I'm like, oh. Did you you remember them coming with guns? Do you remember? I don't anything? remember that. No. It's better that way. So what were you told? What? How did they just came and they shot you from far, from close? It was had to be close. It had to be close because it went straight through. Okay. Apparently, the hemorrhaging is why they had to take this out. Oh, so what? What? What's in your head? Oh, that's you another see. story. Yeah. When they um. This? Yeah, what's in there? Bone fragments. Okay. It's not my natural school. Okay. Okay. But um, that's another thing, right? I went to a facility. Yeah. When I first had this taken out, they put my original skull back. They caught MRSA at this other facility, this facility nursing home. Okay. Caught MRSA, they had to take it out again. Mm. Wow. And then they put this one. Okay. I ain't, I ain't died in this. It's like God's always saving you. Know? Yeah. All the time. How long were you in a coma? Yeah, five months. Five months in a coma. I was was in, it an induced coma or you were in a coma? Did the doctors coma. induce it? No, no. It's no. A coma, no. So you were. Now, did the doctor say, I don't think he's going to make it? What were they telling your wife? Yeah, they, they, they all didn't. I mean, the surgeon, she was happened to be a Christian uh, follower. Okay. So God used his own to save wow. you. Uh, yeah, I've just seen God everywhere. Wow. Every, every yeah. So what did they tell you? Like, uh, what were the doctors telling your wife? My wife? Yeah. I didn't remember. Asked her. Okay. But they all called me. Like, they all, like, all the doctors, all the nurses in there. You're a miracle. Wow. So I had to be in there. Absolutely. So, yeah. Oh. You remember opening your eyes that first time and looking at, I don't know if your friends. Yeah, family. actually, my wife was there. She was there? I have a video of that. Really? Okay. Yeah. Wow. How, how did you feel? Did, did it feel like a dream? Did you feel, what did you feel at that moment? At that moment? At that first initiative, I'm like, yo, what happened? Oh, wow. Oh, you got shot. No, you're lying to me. Oh, my you know what I'm saying? Yeah. You're lying to me. 
Wow. I'm lying, and then I seen, I felt the stitches in there. Yeah. You might be right now. Wow. Wow. <laughs> I even didn't believe my wife. You know, I thought at first it was the doctors telling me, and then. So your wife was with you the whole throughout this whole thing. Yeah. Yeah, she was there. Who was there with you when you got shot? Oh, there was another dude. He got shot in the chest, apparently. Oh, did he survive? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Wow, that's amazing. That is amazing. They went straight through his chest and now his back. Right? Wow. So the guy, he said, he had, I actually spoke to him, and he was like, yo, the back seat. We had was in a minivan, a little family van. So right behind me is the sliding door, you know? Yeah. Because I'm in the passenger side. Said the dude came in through there. Mm. So I guess it's in the back of the head. But I think I remember like turning around like this. Okay. So it could have been in here. Mm. Came out the back. I'm mm. not sure. Okay. But that's not important. Yeah. It's just uh, he used a woman to got there. He used his own hand. Yes. To yes. take this bullet away. Wow. Were you using any drugs at the time? At the time? Yeah. Yeah, probably, yeah. you know. Okay. What what was your choice of drugs? Yeah, I just smoked a little Molly, you know. So you were you may have been a little off at the time anyway, like not really. Right, yeah, like, now I don't care. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did it tell did it tell you what caliber bullet it was? Did they tell you anything? No, they didn't tell me that. Now, remember your brain is very sensitive. So if your brain is affected, it can uh, affect your motor skills, your yeah, arms, your right. extremities. Did anything get affected? Did you have to rehab to get back to normal to yeah, walk? I was in a nursing home for like three years. Two three years. years. Oh, wow. Two, two years. Two years. 2020, right? Is that what, what year? 2020, this happened. Two years. April 2020. Wow. April 5th. Wow. Like, were you able to talk? Were you able to talk? Were you able to move your hands? Yeah, that's feet? what they were like, all like, why they call me miracle or whatever. And they're like, yo, you talk perfectly. Wow. That's amazing. You have all your. Not all my motor skills. Okay. At that time, okay. I, I could barely move. My left side, they had a left side weakness. Okay. I was in bed rest for like a year and a half, two mm. years. Okay. Couldn't do anything. Somebody praying for me, you know, at that side, because yeah. all of a sudden I just. You know what? I grew the curve. I'm going in this wheelchair again. I was able to start sliding off the wheelchair to the bed to the wheelchair. Yeah, man, bro. Wow. I watched him. He even put somebody in that nursing home where I started doing that. Yeah. That was my roommate. Oh, wow. My roommate, he encouraged me to help me. That's got to get it. I, he said, he said, I can do it. Wow. Because I see him like move around a little, walking him like, yeah. Boys, I watch him walk. Wow. Trying to figure out how to walk. Okay. Yeah, you gotta tell you, I can do it. Nice. And he died, man. He actually cried when I left. He passed. You say he died? Yeah, he died like two years ago. Oh wow. Man, he cried when I left because I grew a relationship with a bond with these older people, man. Yeah. The Lord continuously yeah put people in your life throughout yeah. this whole mm -hmm. process, and not only that, it made my life like wow. made me comfortable. Yeah, you know, that made me at peace. Yeah, gave me a joy, even though my wife dies a year later. Wait a minute, hold on. Yes, yeah, so, all on. that part. So, so yeah. your wife died how long ago? Twenty twenty one, December. A year after he. A year after I got shot. shot. No yeah. way. He lost his yeah. wife, bro. 
What did she uh, die of? You don't mind me asking. Hmm? What did she die of? What did she? Oh, she. For first of all, she had Crohn's disease after she had my first son. Okay. She had called Crohn's disease, which is an immune deficiency. Okay. So now. She caught the needle addiction when I, right out of, I got out of prison. When you say needle addiction, you mean heroin? Yeah. Okay, she was on heroin. Okay. Yeah, but she was on the needle. Right. Because some people, you know. Yeah, you can sniff it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's okay. Um, caught the needle addiction. What were we talking about? So you, I, I was asking you, know, you how, did she, how, how did she pass out. away? It's okay. How but, did she pass away? Oh, yes. She has Crohn's disease. She called it. She had a needle, but um, she I guess did some drugging. She has Crohn's disease, so her she couldn't fight a blood infection. Her oh. snatching, she won't be able to do it. Her body just won't. Okay. And it gave up. So she gave up. Yeah, I had to watch it from. I was in a nursing home. Yeah, yeah. Her wow. mom. I went actually the day before she passed. The night before she passed, so I seen her. Mm. Mm. It's like all right. I got to pray for her, you know? Let me ask you a question real quick. You said you, you would pray for her. Yeah. At that time, you were drawing close to the Lord while you were in rehab? While I was in rehab, yeah. You were? Yeah. You were? Wow. Yeah, like wow. closer. Amen. Just like, because I was just, I did that discipleship program. That was just, you know, yes, how to right. live like Christ. How to, right. Yes. How to, you know, that wasn't, Yeah. the faith came like the. The understanding mostly, you know, it just gradually came. Because, like, I can see why discipleship now and why evangelism is important. I see the importance of it, how it connects, how they yeah. evangelism, bring them in. Yeah. Discipleship is how you are. Yeah. So this is what I'm hearing, and, and stop me if I'm wrong, but yeah. I believe that God has been trying to get your attention this whole time. You know, yes. selling my drugs, mom, my, being my mom, a knucklehead. My my dad's they're all followers, you know. Yeah. My grandma. Yeah. Shit. I come from a prairie family. Yeah. They all But this is what I'm hearing. I'm hearing that God has been trying to get your attention. You probably had your emotional moments where you did the sinner's prayer. You know, you did the right thing because your family were saved, but there had to come a time where you had your encounter with encounter. God. Yeah. And I don't think that encounter happened when you were in jail. I don't think it happened when you got shot. It, it happened, how can I say, because of what he was doing. Speaking. And me being able to see now what he's doing. Yeah. How he's putting people in my life. Yeah. Yes. Everything. The yeah. day, But the day you left the program and the man was like, if you go you're going to die. There, that right there, that's God talking to yes. you. Yes. But all yeah. of that is him wooing you. Yeah. His love, he's drawing you. Yeah. But when was the moment of impact where you said, God, I give up. This is my heart. And from that moment on, you never looked back and you repented. Repent. That would have been after I got shot. <laughs> after you got that shot? Was, yeah. That was so God, that was the final was, draw. When you woke up. Yeah, got up. Yeah. Yeah, my man. You know. I mean, I got bad time when I was 15, you know, but that's just... Yeah. I didn't understand, though, right. you know. Yeah. What it meant, yeah. I, I knew it. I believed, yes. Right. But... You didn't have your encounter. You didn't... See, you see, know, a lot of it, people... That happened when after I got shot. I was like, all right. What I, what I explain to people is like, nowadays, everyone's a Christian. Yeah. But not everyone is born again. Uh-huh. You know, Christian now, it's like, it's a style. It's a lifestyle. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I'm a believer. Mm-hmm. I'm a Christian. Yeah. They have the chain. But, you know... And I say, baby, you know Jesus, but does Jesus knows you? That's the real question. 
And the only way you can have a relationship with Jesus is dying to yourself. It's not repeating a sinner's prayer. The sinner's prayer will not save you. Going to church will not save you. Dying to yourself, allowing God to, Jesus to enter your heart and be your Lord and Savior. Then you're born again and now you live a new life, leaving the old behind. So what do you do now? Uh, you, you preach the word of God? You, you... Um, no. Because you're here in this facility. Yeah. I'm just trying to, you know. Okay. Actually, learn how to evangelize. So you're yeah. here to to learn how to I've evangelize. How to be a like how that looks. You know what I'm saying? Got it. And Got now it. I'm just learning even more. It's like yo, learn how to suffer well. You know what I'm saying? Because mm. you're going to if you choose to follow yeah. in this step, you're going to suffer. Yeah. Just that get Come get on, used man. to it. Right? Yeah, yeah. Just be at peace with it. And that's why I give you peace. I don't understand it. Peace, the joy, a joy I don't even understand. Like, yo, Amen. you should be miserable. The, the world would say you should be miserable. Yeah. You die. Your why you let you die. Why you die? Yeah. You were there. You couldn't do nothing for. Her. Yeah. You were being a cheater, a deceiver, murderous heart, all this. I was out there, bought with me, a whole blood. You know what I'm saying? Chasing a lifestyle that. Yeah. Just out to kill me. Yeah. And I, and the dude was right in a way. I did die. My wife died. Part of me died. Mm. We're, we're we're one, right? So we yes. Died. I died, and I changed. Now yeah. I just want to do His will. Amen. That's why I'm here in the first place. Amen. So that's a true mark of a, a believer. Yeah, is the hunger and the desire to read the Word of God, to be disciple, to be like Jesus. You yeah. see, it's the Holy Spirit in us that can only quench our thirst. Mm. You know. We thirst for righteousness. We're hungry. He gives us that bread of life. So as you're seeking discipleship, as you're seeking, uh, you know, places like this and Raven yeah. ministry in order for you to be discipled properly and, and preach the word of God, that's the Holy Spirit in you. A human being, a man will never want to do the things of God. You'll wow. never want to pray. You'll never want to live a life that is holy as righteous. But when he lives inside of you, then we can do all things through Christ that gives us strength and yeah. he takes us from glory to glory. So that's a blessing, man. Mm -hmm. Praise God. So your wife died in 21. Yeah. So it's like physically, emotionally, spiritually, it's like the enemy try to throw the kitchen sink, but here you are, man, still serving God. And that's beautiful, yeah, bro. Just, yeah. Trying to love. That's what I learned now too. It's like more how to love yes. the right way. You love your brothers, the the body, you know, the Amen. body in general. Yeah. I want to love them all. Mm. If you are in Christ, I want to love you. you know? Amen. First That's fruit. it, because yeah. the word is clear on this. Man, man, right? I see it as more of a demand, like I was telling you. It's, a, it's not negotiable. It's yeah. not an option. Yeah. It's what you have to do. That's love it. your brother. The duty. That's how you know you love me. Yeah. You know. The Bible says. They will know your you they will know your Christian towards your love towards one another. Yeah. And the Bible says, He who does not know God does not know love, for God is love. Yeah. And a lot of people think that love is this emotion, this mm -hmm. feeling. Mm -hmm. But that goes away. But the love of the Father, it is endless. Yeah. He said he will never leave you. He will never forsake you. He'll never leave you orphan. Man, he's going to be with you through your trials, through your sufferings. And also when he takes you from glory to glory, when mm -hmm. you lift up his name. Man, man. So, man I, I just want to, man, I just want to say how I inspired, man. I, I just mm -hmm. met you, like, I met you last night. I'm, I'm truly inspired and blessed. Yeah. Like, 
I, I, it's, I'm just witnessing the Holy Spirit all over you and how God mm-hmm. has been on you. Well, and uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm just thankful for uh, the for you allowing him in, bro. Because mm-hmm. a lot of a lot of people really would not. And and and, and tell me about this peace, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he can't explain it. You know, can't explain it, right? Because it's yeah. a God. Well, this is the yeah. thing that we have in common. Yes, and. There's a peace that surpasses all understanding, right? Exactly. It's in the word. And Amen. it's a peace that Even only joy, God. Where joy is, where peace is, joy is. And joy. only God provides that. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And uh man, I'm just so encouraged. I'm I'm inspired. I just want to ask you one more question because um I think it's kind of important. Um now that you're out here, um uh, you're 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 more or less living in the city now, right? Mm-hmm. Where are you living and what conditions? What oh. kind of neighborhood do you live in right now? I live in North Philadelphia. Mm. Mm. That's like the is that a hood? heroin capital right now. Heroin, heroin capital. capital. Yes. Wow. Mm. So I asked Under you the state of emergency they put it mm. for it. Wow. And I asked that because you you come out of dealing here heroin. Yeah. Yeah. And you're living in, in the it. pit of it, yeah, right yeah. here. I want to get a little bit into your past now. Yeah. We already know you got shot, uh, you know, and, yeah. and the, the challenges you went through and, yeah. and how you gave your life to Jesus Christ. We see your your wife, unfortunately, um, you know, God took her and he, thought yeah. he needed her, you know. So my question to you is, um, how was it? What got you into that lifestyle? How old were you and what got you into the drug dealing oh, lifestyle? The drug, well, I was, yeah, I was. I was selling drugs since I was like, well, selling weed. Yeah. That's when I was in Philly still, when I was young. Okay. I was raised in Philly. How old? I was like 14. 14 years old, selling yeah. weed. Wow. Yeah. Started so, smoking at 12. So you were a professional drug dealer. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I yeah. imagine. Just, so how old yeah. were you when you were shot? When I was shot? Yeah. 2020. I'm 35. Well, dang, I was 31. <laughs> wow. So, yeah, man, that's a lot of years just living a life where now I'm sure you're looking back and saying, man, because I've been shot at, set up so many times. I've, God knows what I've been through. And I can always look back and say, man, God, you were there. Yes. And I'm sure you do that a lot. All the time. Mm-hmm. Wow. Little things. Yeah. Even being in that cell, like I was telling you. Yeah. Wow, that's amazing. And then I see that they cut your head from one side to the yeah, other. I uh, guess they had oh, open... See, first, it was just the one big one. Okay. But when I tell you, I got, I got Mercer in the incision. Well, the... Um, what they call it? Yeah, incision. I don't know. Incision. Yeah, incision. <laughs> had got Mercer. What is that? Like an infection? Yeah. yeah okay, you got an infection. Too. You could have died. Okay. Right? I could have died. No, that, yes. Because yes. of that. Wow. But again, yeah. you know, I am there all the time. Yes, mm-hmm. yes. And my surgeon, by the grace of God, is his own. Yeah. So he was her hand. Mm. His hands was on me. Amen. To heal me. You know? So how did they, why did they have to cut the other side again? Oh, because they had to restructure it. Okay. So they fit this thing in there, right? And they said something, they had to reconstruct the skin you know they had to oh i see okay okay i was like all right wow that's amazing because they probably they put my original bone first okay. so it was just one mm. one big one 
And then when they had to take it out and reconstruct it down, wow. it goes down like that. Okay. So if you can talk to that 14-year-old boy, you can talk to yourself when you were 14, what would you tell yourself? Stay off the streets. Stay off the streets. But you tell that to the average kid. Yeah, yeah. They want to be more in the streets. You know, they want to sell more drugs. They want to shoot more that's people. Exactly why I stood in the street. Right. That's why. That's what happened. My mom and dad. Because they very. You know, my my dad's not a. He's a very frugal person. Okay. He. But I understand why he tight with money now. Because now he's considered. I biblically you consider him a good father. Okay. He disciplined. We always been. Discipline, you know, mm, right? And then now he has an inheritance. Uh, inheritance, he left, he's got something in place for his children and awesome. his children's children, my yeah. children. So now he could be considered a good father. Yeah. All right, so I had a well structured dad, you know? mm. my mother was submissive, so she's good. Yeah, they played uh, their role, they ruled. I got and you. So the more they would tell you stay off the streets, the more you uh, wanted more, to be in the streets. You know, see? Yeah, yeah. I, need so what, I needed some shoes. <laughs> <laughs> so what do you tell a knucklehead kid, man, like me? That's I, I was in the streets. Like, what would you tell a knucklehead kid after all that you've been through, man? Would you tell them? Well, a knucklehead kid? Yeah. <laughs> ah, that's tough. Yeah, it is. Like, but they, they look at your life. I, There's I people... could tell them what the dude told me. Yeah. <laughs> I, was, I was being the kid, you know? You're going to yeah. die. All right. Yeah. You're gonna die, man. You're gonna die. Yeah. Because ah, I, I look at your life and and growing up, and I'm sure Sean and a lot of a lot of us, we when we were growing up, man, we felt invincible. Like I yeah, really thought I sure. was never going to die. Yes, I was yes. never going to, you know, none of these things yeah. were gonna happen yeah, to me. Yeah. That was you, yeah, right? Man. And yeah, well, but, kid, we real arrogant. Like, yeah. You know, like we think we're the best thing in the world. Nobody yeah. can beat us. Nobody can hold us. You take that. I took that mentality down there, Florida. So I'm like, you know what yeah. I'm saying? And then y'all, y'all, still yeah. young. There's still little kids out yeah. here. If if I would speak to a young man or a young woman, I would tell her at a young age it's important to be born again. Yeah. Okay. Not to go to church and not to play the the, the Christian role. Yeah. To really have an encounter with God yeah. because that's what's truly gonna change your life. Because literally, and this is gonna sound mind blowing, but the God that spin the the moon, the stars, that created this world and spoke it into existence. When you are born again, he literally comes and lives inside of you, and it's something that for the human mind to comprehend, it's a, it's impossible. To understand the things of God. But to tell a young man or a young woman that's in the streets, even if they're not in the streets, because you see, from the moment that you were born, you're looking for love. You were mm -hmm. talking about love earlier. Mm -hmm. And the only one that can really fill that area of your heart is the Spirit of yeah. God Himself. When you trust in Jesus, the Bible says if you confess with your mouth and you believe in your heart that God rose Jesus from the dead, you'll be saved. But then he gives you as a guarantee, like a down payment, say, listen, I'm coming back. Yeah. And he gives you the seal of his Holy Spirit. He come now, he lives inside of you. So it is no longer you that lives, but now it's Christ that lives in you. So what happens is we live this life that's a born again life. We read the word of God and we say, wait a minute. These things offend God. So we learn how to renew our mind. We learn to walk in God's precepts. So that's what I'll probably tell that young man or that young woman. Be 
born again. Yeah. But brother, we're encouraged by your story, man. It's amazing. Um, I know that God is not finished with you yet. And now he's allowed you to go through all of these trials and tribulations. So when you speak to a young man, when you speak to a young woman and you look at them in the eyes, they can see your war scars. Yes. And you can say, I've been through it. I know what it is to almost lose my life more than once. Not mm -hmm. only that, I lost my other half. But you know why I'm still here? Because of my love for Jesus. Yeah. You know, that's beautiful, man. Yeah. Man, thanks for... Allowing us to speak to you, man. Sean, that was just impacting, man, hearing you guys talk. Man.